4: Get started today at TrilifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
5: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Haberman and Middlecoff Podcast. It is Thursday afternoon. I'm Guy. That is John. Ola! Hola. There he is, N Espanol today. Uh, Don't forget, you can check out our YouTube channel. It is listed in the description of this podcast. Or just type in Haberman and Middlekoff on YouTube. I think you can actually, no one ever talks about YouTube this way. Go to YouTube.com slash HamPod, I think. Let me try that. Because I think the way the consumer does, just types in YouTube and then they search. Well, they're on YouTube to begin with. (laughs) You wake up, you go straight to YouTube. They go to Google. Yeah, you go to Google. Who owns anyway. YouTube? Uh, all right.
6: TikTok also. Hampod on TikTok. TikTok.
5: <laughs> Snap. Uh, Snapchat.
6: Raiders.com. Uh, you see Haberman there Monday, Wednesday,
5: Friday. <laughs> Just the fan show, John. Just the fan blog. True. And they let the uh, Raiders SI Nation. That's me. Red so Red I Red
6: got Red Red si. SI. Do you get SIs randomly in your mailbox? No. I got I, I got a couple. I, really? I text you my mom, mom I'm like your mom get it for you or something? I was like, mom, if if this is you, I do not I'm not don't do this. This is a bare bones. This thing's dead. She actually never I think responded to my text message. So maybe it was her deeply I'm offended. Like, you you well, <laughs> I was like, We we will not support this watered down version. They've
5: destroyed the journalists. What if they were like, all right, Rick Riley is back?
6: <laughs> Would
5: you subscribe then?
6: I think sometimes, guy, it's hard to go back to the well. That was just a special time, you know. Silver and Verducci filling the insides oh, to just ba- Riley at a, the
5: back. Wouldn't you be reading a baseball, pre- a spring training preview right now? Oh, just every single
6: page is like you know one through five of every single division.
5: Be like those were the best football, be basketball, read, would, right baseball, now, college. I would, just, I would just be reading about the Reds. You know,
6: those days are dead, guys. We'll always have that, the nostalgic as a, being on the cover. I mean,
5: being on the cover. Can you imagine a, as a Z? seven-year-old,
6: what it's like being on, a, on the cover? How about Dr. Z? R.I.P., I think. Uh, yes, yeah, definitely. Did you say Peter King? I mean, he would have had his, like, top 50 free agents. You'd be firing through those. You're like, damn, this guy's a free agent?
5: Faces in the crowd.
6: Yeah, it's like... uh Michael Phelps 2.0. <laughs> then you never hear about him again. You There was always like, you were either going to be like LeBron James or Tiger Woods, or you're like middle cough. <laughs> you're like, this guy doesn't even make it to college.
5: You know? you Remember a few years ago, there was the kid, there was that video, that kid that went viral. This probably like five years ago. He was number five. It was like peewee football. And they're like, this kid is just a superstar. I just remember he was number five, a little kid. They were all little, but he was killing people. And... um, you know, he got famous for a second, but he was a kid. It was it was weird. Where's he now? I don't know. i I wish I had a. Didn't they used to do? Where are they now? I wish I, I had one know. of those. Danny Elmonte. Danny Elmonte. Yeah. Or uh, who was the girl who who like took the college world series by storm? I think she does some videos for like nca.com or something. Um, Mo. Her first name was like Mo. uh remember she was. Pitching, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah yeah from Brooklyn. Is that where they were from? Yeah, she was dominating. I, I remember that.
6: We, in Davis High, we had Sandy Short. She was good in Little League. Monet Davis. Yeah. Sandy Short, yeah. I love having just a dominant chick in Little League. You just like, she's our ace.
5: Or she's hitting bombs. Monet Davis, yeah. N I L, can you imagine? And where is she now? I think I, I I feel like I saw her doing like um Uh, maybe perfect game. It's like this big youth baseball organization. that's just a a monster right now. Maybe she does some stuff for that. I don't know. But, uh, oh, no, she's on the Hampton University softball team as of 2022. That's the thing is it's like, man, she must be 35 by now. It's like, no, she's a high school sophomore,
7: (laughs) high school senior.
5: I think if it's the same person. I don't know. This person's bio doesn't say anything about that. But anyway. Dive into the Cousins. Michael Lombardi has said in multiple places, John, you listen to him on the podcast. I didn't hear that. I heard him on Pat McAfee say, uh, if you call the Minnesota Vikings about Kirk Cousins, you can talk to the Minnesota Vikings about acquiring Kirk Cousins. His contract expires after the 24 season, and they aren't going to extend him. So Lombardi's logic was this isn't the future of their franchise. And if you have a quarterback who's expensive and isn't your future, you're going to be open to trading. him. then he listed like Thiel and he listed a bunch of other guys too. So if you told Kyle Shanahan right now, Kirk Cousins is available. Would Kyle Shanahan entertain that idea?
6: I think that by the day that, or by the end of the day on Friday, once they get information on Brock Purdy, if Brock Purdy's out for the season, I think 100% they would be sniffing around. Uh, if Brock Purdy is, everything's going to be fine. They expect him to be full go by the beginning of training camp, or excuse me, by the season and back by training camp. I, I think the only way they would be interested in that, if they could get him at an incredible discount in terms of a trade, right? It wouldn't cost them anything. Because I do believe, I listen to Cousins on with Bustin' with the Boys. Yeah. He's pretty high-level guy. and I, And I do think he's really changed the trajectory of what people think about him around the league. No one's ever going to view him probably like Kyle did several years ago. But I do think his respect level has dramatically jumped up of a guy. If he's your starting quarterback, you you can win double-digit games. Because even last year, remember, their offense was really good as their defense was historically poor. So back-to-back seasons, and really for like four straight years, he's been really good for them. Like one thing that's been justified since that whole marriage broke up between him and Washington, Cousins was the winner. And the football team commanders – uh redskins were the losers
5: right yeah we're we're going into year six they're still looking for a quarterback post cousins
6: yeah so i i would say cousins established himself now one thing they asked him was about his status as a player not relative to the rest of the league but like are you going to (laughs) retire you know is it something that crosses your mind and he brought it up not like he, he they figured out after the season they're definitely playing next year but, like, it's something him and his wife talk about it. And then I immediately Googled him. Like, how old is this guy? 34 will be 34. 35 in December. So he's a little older than you think, right? He's Because he, I when Compton asked him that, I'm like, this guy 31 years old, and he's yeah. falling, he's making money. So he's closer to 40 than you probably realize. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Purdy situation, I think the compensation, not his contract's his contract, but, like, what would it cost to trade for him? Uh would definitely be something they would entertain. Like that that's more interested to Kyle Shanahan than the whole Lamar Jackson, the hoops you'd have to go through to acquire picks and pay the 230 million. Just easier to deal with a guy that makes way less who's under contract. You already know.
5: Yeah. 15 million guaranteed salary this year, 31 is his cap number. 30 31. 30 million guaranteed salary in twenty three. Um he's a UFA in twenty four? uh yeah for some reason his contract was voided in 24 so i don't know if they have a i don't think there's a team option in 24 so he signed a two year He had yeah, an extension he added two years to a one to what was one year now like all of that sounds terrible until you tell me it's friday afternoon and we don't know about brock Purdy's situation now the complication is if brock doesn't get Tommy John, or I guess the the way it's the the simple answer to this, if Brock doesn't get Tommy John, you don't entertain this, right? Because Kirk cousins last year was 29 touchdowns and what? 14 interceptions. Brock was 13 touchdowns and four interceptions and basically five starts, six starts, five, six games, right? Five starts plus the Miami game. So, Here's what I know about Kirk. Like, I know what Kirk's numbers are going to be every year. I we'll see what Brock's career turns out to be. If it's anywhere near that, then it's an incredible career. It may not be 13 to 4 uh, through half a season, right? It may not be 26 to 8. Basically, cousins touchdowns with less interceptions. We we don't have enough body of work on Brock to know exactly what he would be. But even if he were Ninety percent of Kirk Cousins next year in terms of production for
6: uh, <laughs> less than percent, a million dollars. I,
5: yeah, I mean, the, for the percentage, it's just you would you would you would not even consider it. And then you add to it, you think you might have something here in Brock. So you gotta you gotta you know you 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 have to see it through. Th- this is only on the table with the potential
6: serious injury of the elbow. Uh, non injury, it's a non starter. But here's where it's on the table with if the injury and he's out for the season. And again, the Niners, it's not like we're not talking a lot of compensation to trade for him. They don't have it. They don't have a first round pick. They don't have a second round pick. If I get him for like a third and a fourth, am I entertaining that? You know, something in like, yeah, because Kirk Cousins gives the 49ers a better chance to win in 2023 than Trey Lance. That's not even debatable. I, I don't think anyone with a straight face can debate that. You can The Vikings just won 13 games with Kirk Cousins. Right. I mean, what what the fuck are we talking about? And I know you're not saying that, but because that would be a talking point. Why wouldn't you just roll? The Niners aren't in development role, uh, road road. That, that, that day is over like the Jets. No more developing Zach Wilson. We're trying to win now. The Niners are winning now, but they need a guy that knows how to win now. Like they're not. And the players are speaking to this. Right. It's not. These, these aren't opinions from people that just talk. These, this comes from the organization and the players. They spoke last year. Now, OTAs, whatever, yeah, anything's spot You can let a guy take all the reps. I, I don't care. Neither does Kyle, whatever. But when it comes to week one, they're trying to win 12, 13 games. Anything less than I would say like 11 is a major disappointment. And we'll t- get into the division. It's division champs back-to-back. Like, th- th- these are the goals, right? And then be healthy to make our run again and put ourselves in a better situation. I, I think what Kyle would say is we want the home game for the NFC championship game. Like that was that was a disadvantage going into that game. And when did it happen? You know, he, he had mentioned this maybe at the end of the year press conference, but like that Chiefs game when they get their ass kicked, he thought like, God, could this game cost us the playoffs? And ultimately, do you know what it did? You know, you could argue any game, the Chicago game. I mean, there were other games, the Denver game, cost them the one seat, which is a big deal when you're talking about places like Philadelphia, Right. So it's not as big a deal when it was the Rams two years ago. But I, I would say even healthy, that, that's a huge disadvantage for the Niners, an advantage for the Eagles, that, that home road split, right? So like th- these are the goals we're talking. The, the expectation is sky-fucking-high. And uh, I am not some Kirk Cousins fan in terms of never was banging the table. I didn't want him here to begin with. He has vastly improved. And given the Niners situation, I would rather have Kirk Cousins this season, in two thousand twenty-three, with the, the nine everything around him, given that you don't have to give up any of these players, then Trey Lance.
5: Yeah, you might. There might have to be some financial considerations with Cousins too, right? Given the amount of money that he makes, they might want Trey Lance.
6: Given that uh, what's his name, their general manager was here, right? Questy.
5: Yeah, they might help reset their cap. Yeah, any conversation. Would you? For- would you do? I'll give you a hypothetical. Would you do? Purdy's out.
6: Trey Lance and a third for Kirk Cousins. And you're saying some provided
5: cash. you can find a way. You're going to have to find a way. You might have to – do you have to extend Kirk in a weird way to move his money around or something? None of that, no. Um, yeah, I mean, if you told
6: me Brock Purdy's <laughs> we're, out for that – We're not doing like a two-year $67 million extension.
5: What, what really. I'm saying is just the amount of money that he – you know, his cap number is $30 million or whatever it is. So – you know, now what is that? Is it only fifteen in a trade? We'd have to look at exactly what his money becomes. But if you're asking me, if Brock the, Purdy's yeah, out separate for the the year. separate the money, it's not going to hinder your cap. Yeah, if Brock or whatever, Purdy's but... out for the year, you have to ask yourself two questions, which you just answered: Are you in win now mode or not? Yes. And do you still believe in Trey Lance or not? That's a harder question to answer. I think we. It, how is there anything above my head that I can touch? <laughs> right, but so I, I think you'd have to consider it in that in that sense. The, the other thing is you don't need to win. Winning your division and winning the Super Bowl are two different things. Obviously, the Niners have proven they can win their division. They have not proven they can win the Super Bowl. Um, the division is, I'm not going to say falling apart around them, but in a state of disrepair. The Seahawks, for the time being, are all in on Geno Smith which we know is he's, he's not a good enough quarterback to beat the 49ers. Um, now, maybe they draft a quarterback, but that quarterback likely won't be good enough to beat the Niners' defense right away. The uh, Rams are not, quote-unquote, bulldozing their house. They are remodeling. That's what Les Snead said. And uh, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, and Matthew Stafford are weight-bearing walls. Again, this is Les Snead talking. Maybe he recently did a remodel and all this stuff's on his mind anyone who's watched HGTV knows you can easily move some weight bearing walls. If you want to put in a nice big wood beam or something. And I don't know if you saw Michael Lombardi before Les need denied the rumor that Michael Lombardi started when he said that the Rams have called teams about Stafford before Snead had even said anything Lombardi said, and I know they're going to deny it, but they're lying. I used to lie about it. I know it's true. You've called teams. And then you got the Cardinals who knows. So, you know, just to illustrate your point, like it's not worth walking a tightrope here and playing with fire when this division, it would be a major failure to not win the division this, this year, given the state of these other teams at the moment. Yeah. Are we diving into the division right now? You, well, I don't, were we going to do that in a Lamar video or in this video? Yeah. Well, here's the thing
6: it, this isn't about the division as much as it is the quarterback play that's now cost him two years in a row, self-inflicted one, and two, Jimmy was injured and just wasn't good enough two years ago. So you that's that's what's going to win you those last two games. Because you can get the, the first game, the Niners have a roster talented enough the quarterback's just average, right? They've proven it before. <laughs> Back in 19, hell, you know, Purdy was better than average. But Jimmy, two years ago, even in the second round, You you don't have to have great quarterback play, but once you get to the cream of the crop as March madness, right around the corner of the final four, it's quarterback play. And I'm not saying cousins is that guy, but you know, relative to what their options are given. If, if Purdy is injured, uh, they would definitely, to me, they pull the trigger if they have the opportunity to get him because they, they don't have an opportunity to, there's not other opportunities, right? Like Matt Stafford, They own $57 million. We're recording this on the 9th, the 17th. $57 million become guaranteed. It has a little bit of a Gary Payton, the second vibe, a little bit like, remember the Padres traded an injured guy and they got in trouble? Or maybe it was the Cardinals, but it was like Cardinals Padres did a trade and it was like, you already knew he was hurt. Like, hey guys, we all literally know the guy was hurt. You were talking about it last year. His elbows fucked up. You're not just souring on him because like, oh, he had a rough season. Like it's clear what's going on, you know, because you could roll it back. If you got Matt Stafford with other guys, you can be competitive. He's one with Alliance. So if you got Sean McVay, like to me, McVay is already kind of soured on the guy. That's what it feels like. Like, I, I think this is over because it's they're not a general manager led operation. Sean McVay leading the charge and the Cardinals are fucked because you would have said a couple years ago, the Cardinals, listen. Whether you love Kyler or not, he's a very talented guy. He gave the Niners fits. He gave the division fits. Now, the contract, I saw, what's his name from Washington? The corner, Murphy. You know, he's a free agent, Byron Murphy. They drafted 33rd, you know, overall four years ago. And he's been a solid player. Might get like $18 million on the open market. Well, they can't afford to keep him. Why? Because they're paying the quarterback a bunch of money. Like, the the guys are going to leave. Beach him. This, the big offensive tackle must be a free agent because I saw that he said on local radio in Arizona uh, that he needs to grow up and be a man about Kyler. So, there there's all this like unquantifiable stuff that like has always been simmering like the way they think about
5: him. Peachum was like the veteran guy when we they had the Amazon the other day was like coaching up the young guys. And
6: he was eating the popcorn all, remember yeah, and yeah, almost yeah. had yeah, a heart a attack popcorn. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I, I, the guy that moved me in set up my televisions has moved him several times loves him like he's a high character high level guy. And that that video with the popcorn was fantastic. So, like, the character stuff's a question mark with the highest paid guy, and then he's legitimately just hurt, right? Like, injured, AC knee ripped,
5: which is is a whole separate problem. Knee like ripped I, has a questionable work ethic, so that scares you in terms of rehab.
6: Yeah, if anything, you're just hoping, like, genetic freak, hopefully he just figures it out, right? Because the one thing you would say, well, Adrian Peterson was a genetic freak, he ended up playing until he was 40. I think that represents, like, I think Adrian Peterson worked pretty hard when it came to football, working yep. out and lifting and staying yeah, in shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So those two teams, I don't think Stafford's gonna be tradable, but what if they know? Like he's just he's, you know, kind of like a glued together human being. Cause I actually I mean, view the Seattle, like you said, the Niners them well. They're not they're not like a threat, but I think they are by far the most like competent number two, like I'd probably pick Seattle right now to make the playoffs. It was like a seven six seed. Like they're gonna be right there. They it have the like highest a 9, floor, 10 I would
5: be another way to say it, I think. I think they have the highest floor of those teams. Maybe the Rams have a higher ceiling, maybe if everything's healthy, but I, I agree with you. I think the Seahawks have the higher floor than the Rams or the Cardinals. I mean, you know, McVay went to the Super Bowl with Goff and changed his mind very quickly. Now he didn't win it, and Goff is not Stafford. Maybe part of thinking about retirement was McVay trying to figure out how am I going to get, how am I going to fit, how are we going to fix this problem? And the problem does get easier to manage if you're able to change quarterbacks, right? Or if Matthew Stafford suddenly becomes really healthy. Yeah, which clearly they know he probably won't.
6: Yes, but but the division last year, Niners swept the division, thinking, so the, the division wasn't a problem with the three the quarterback trio. I guess Trey ended up not. He started against Seattle, but he got injured in that game. So they won the six games Was essentially Jimmy and Purdy, right? So that's not like, even if one, they get knocked off, like that's not going to be the problem. They're, they're going to get judged by how they play the Eagles. Let's say the Giants improve a little bit. That might be a playoff game. The Cowboys, if, if somehow you're able to get through the Bengals, the, the Chiefs, like that, Let that's who they got to beat.
5: So can you beat the Eagles with Kirk Cousins? Or the Chiefs or the Bills? Uh,
6: I I mean, it's that would be a better option than Trey Lance right now.
5: Yeah, because I I, I think the answer is on this team, yes. In 2023,
6: maybe he develops in time, but as we're sitting here right now, coming off an ankle injury. Uh, On Trey, (laughs) yeah.
5: What I mean, though, is like with Kirk, with this Niners team around him, maybe he can beat those teams, maybe. Maybe you can win the division with Trey Lance, right? Maybe you can. Like, given everything you just described, if you did it with Garoppolo and Purdy, now, maybe those two guys are better than Trey. That's also, at this point, you'd say they are. They they have, without question, been more productive players than Trey Who? Lance. Purdy and Garoppolo, right? So, oh, yeah. So... You know I, the, the point is like uh, it would just be a major failure if you don't find a way to the win division, but it might also be a failure even if you do win the division. And you know, you've been knocking on this Super Bowl door for a while now. Clock's ticking, teams sure. only getting more expensive. All these players are in their prime. Agreed. So let's uh you tell me on Friday that Tommy John surgery happens, all of a sudden we're like we're all here yucking it up, like oh, Kirk Cousins, not that thing again. Oh, Lamar Jackson if Brock Purdy gets Tommy John surgery on Friday, there's not a phone call that John Lynch won't make to try and solve that problem at quarterback, right? Is there a world in which they could have enough to get Lamar Jackson on their team? Well, they want Lamar Jackson on their team.
6: I hadn't thought about it till our guy, Tim Kalakami wrote an article on it
5: because you had thought about it and dismissed it.
6: Well, because to, right. to to make an offer and trade for him, you have to have two first round picks. Now as a cap, ologist had texted me that it doesn't you know be specific on how you get the two first round picks when you get the two first round picks in terms of like making trades trade players teams with multiple first round picks it doesn't have to be your top first round pick so that that it's pretty open-ended but here's what i know for a fact the niners not only don't have a first round pick they don't have a second round pick so the only way for them to acquire first round picks like there's only really a couple ways one, they could trade Nick Bosa, who needs a massive contract, and get the Jalen Ramsey, Khalil Mack, right? Well, I guess Jalen Ramsey got two ones and a two, if you ask the Raiders. They got two ones and a three, and they gave away their second. But, they, you know, they, they could do that. I, I think they have players on their team beside Nick Bosa that would have first-round value. I, I think you'd get a first-round pick given his his price, especially late in the first round for, like, George Kittle based off his last season. Debo Samuel. So, like, they do have ammunition with players, but they do not have picks. And then you have to factor in, would they be willing to give $230 million guaranteed? Maybe more. I mean, he might say, well, it's a year later. It's two hundred thirty-five million now. Well, it's his mom. So it's, it's very complicated. But as Kawakami wrote, like, he's a level of a player where you just, especially when your quarterback situation is not Burrow, Herbert, Allen, Lawrence, Mahomes... <laughs> You kick the tires. And I I agree. Like, you just – you make calls. Like, you just kind of get a lay of the land. This is the fucking job of the GM. One thing Lombardi talked about in our cousin's conversation in Lamar, like, the job of a general manager is to to convey the landscape of the league with positions that you need to understand other teams. Like, so it is 100% their job to make a call, figure out. But I would say their situation is very, very complicated when it comes to acquiring this player financially and, and most of all, like the, the two picks that come along with the the deal.
5: Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if this would ever make you think twice, but what do the Niners have a problem with a quarterback? Injuries. And Lamar has played 12 games each of the last two years. Now I'm not here to poo poo Lamar Jackson. I mean, you put that guy in the 49ers, even if you have to subtract another 49er and you've got an even more potentially special team
6: would you trade nick bosa straight up for lamar jackson because you could look at it that way
5: because i would not uh especially if you tell me brock purdy's healthy and you just might have your franchise quarterback for a million bucks then i don't do that deal
6: but but, but here's my logic is is independent of purdy in the sense of i pay my head coach and rightfully so 12 to 15 million dollars a year and one of his greatest assets now is we've got the three conference championships and we don't have Burroughs or Mahomes or Rodgers or Brady. Nothing even close, right? So what Nick Bosa brings to the table is, is rare. It's very hard to find an Aaron Donald, a Miles Garrett, a Nick Bosa, right? Micah Parsons. Like, they're, they're, they're a handful in the league, and they kind of rotate. Like, J.J. Watt retires a couple more guys, but they're, they're very slim. And you get rid of them, there is no – you're not getting another one, more than likely, right? Because part of the way that they acquired the guy – is they drafted two overall most times like that player goes very very high for a reason but like Kyle has proven now we're always looking for a a high level quarterback but like he can do a lot at that position you know so Nick Bosa's value to me yeah because I would say would be would be different for maybe like if Bill Parcells was my coach
5: it's a good point you know, the one, it's not even a counter. They do have a really good defensive line coach. We know they can maximize defensive players, but even he can't make an A player into Nick Bosa, right? Because there's a
6: big difference of, like, resurrecting Arden Key or Samson Ebicom yeah, to like, be. you <laughs> see what I do with Kerry Hyder <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I don't think it's like, they turned Kerry Hyder into Nick Bosa 2.0. Like, that's not happening. Uh, so it, it, are- it, it is the one position, right, that, like, you either got a guy or like there is no the gap between them and like the second tier of guys is size of the Grand Canyon.
5: Yes, yes. Yeah, and there's no – you can't make up the difference with all the coaching or training in the world. We'll the Ravens Jackson, would, will sign a couple guys off the scrap heap and we'll blitz a lot. You think the Ravens would take three fives and three sevens? <laughs> no. And a sixth? You know, so one thing Kawakami writes is – you, you know, there are fact there are things that you have to make go your way. You would have to catch some breaks. One of the breaks he writes would have to be Now you said, let's just skip over it because there's no you're basically saying Trey Lance being part of this trade is not a couldn't be attractive to the Ravens. So let's just skip ahead to Nick Bosa. But one thing Tim writes is what what if they if they like Trey Lance? No,
6: no. My point is, like, the, they don't have any picks. Like I mean, their first pick this year is a third no, round
5: I, pick. I understand. What I mean is, Kawakami wrote, if the Ravens like Trey Lance, that's the only way for this deal to work. And you're kind of saying, well, let's skip the step of if they like Trey Lance, and let's go straight to they definitely like Nick Bosa. Would that be enough to get it done? Right. Cause that you would rather trade Trey Lance than Nick Bosa. If you were well, the 49ers. But, but I think
6: part of it is the picks. And can you afford to give Nick Bosa $130 million in Lamar Jackson, $230 million in the same off season? like that? It's impossible. I, I would say. So the
5: other part of it would be, and I don't, Tim kind of wrote what it would cost. Like is, do you end up with Lamar seeing how this whole thing plays out going, you know what guys, instead of, I'm not going to get $230 million guaranteed from the Ravens. They kind of got me by the balls right now. I'm not actually in control of my own destiny at this moment in time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sign the three-year, $150 million contract. I'll agree to that deal. I will not – like I'm not going to take that deal from the Ravens, but I would take that deal from you provided there's a clause in that contract that says you cannot franchise tag me and I am a true free – or two years, $100 million, or whatever it is, right, and I am a true free agent. Uh, at the end of this contract. You may need Lamar to want to do a deal like that in order to even have a chance. They, to they, take do less have, they,
6: money. they do with the non-exclusive tag, they'll have the right to match any deal. And that is the complicated part that I read that like uh, Charles so Lamar Robinson. Lamar can't
5: say I'd take that deal from them, but not from you.
6: No, I I, I read That's this true. article from uh, Charles Robinson that basically said that what, you know, people, some agents like get throughout some different ideas. Yeah. And part of it is that you offer that deal. They have a a week, a week to on on the Raven side to decide yay or nay. Yet on your cap, like in the NBA, you know, like, well, I I made this hundred million dollar offer to this restricted free agent because that's essentially what oh it's on
5: your cap until it's on your
6: cap. (laughs) So and this is the the, Charles Robinson wrote a fantastic article today about like kind of poo pooing the conclusion, the collusion, and just Mm -hmm. like it's more about the complications of everything because you're the the price point you're talking
7: butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal free for a year you get salmon chicken breast or steak tips in every order for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham been telling you about it for years been eating it
6: Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.
4: Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
6: How easy would it be if, if the 49ers said, you know, we're not going to sign Nick Bosa. We just, too much money in our cap, he's available. They'd have fucking 10 teams, be like, two ones and a two right now, right? And then they would break them off for $115 million guaranteed. It would happen like that. We're talking at price points that, and this is also in the Charles Robinson, this is an owner decision. This is not like McGlinchey signs, let's say with the bears come next week. Ryan Poles like isn't needs the McCaskies to sign off on giving him $32 million guarantees. Like he's our starting right tackle. Go do it. When you give amount of money, even the three years, 150 purely guaranteed, you got to have that to escrow or the 220, $230 million. The owner is heavily involved in this. So it's, the, the complications there of on the Niner side or any team side, but the Niners specifically, just given that they don't have the picks, you know, it's just, cause I, I look at it like their running attack would be impossible to stop. I mean, they'd have at any given time, three or four running backs, right? Lamar McCaffrey, Debo, Elijah Mitchell for the six games he plays. And then, uh, the undrafted free agent that beats out Ty Davis price and Kyle turns on by uh, October. So <laughs>
5: did you say juice? Make sure you say juice. Yeah, juice too. So, all right, tell me this. Is- the
6: Niners had all their picks and the Trey Lance situation played out like it is, but let's say they got their pick back this year. So their pick was, they had their pick and said so they had to give it up. I don't even think they would entertain it anymore. Given the money. Cause yeah. they have a specific player who is, I mean, he's about to become, I would say, probably the highest non-paid
5: quarterback in the history of the league this offseason, right? Yeah, he'll get paid, and he'll get paid more than some not below-the-line quarterbacks, but some average quarterbacks probably, right? Not probably.
6: Well, like, let me ask like Garrick and Daniel Jones, he'll blow by them. Yeah,
5: Gino. Uh, let me ask you this. Did it explain? So the question is then like, let's say the Niners offered, and I think I've just kind of scanned it, but you read it. Three. Um, there's a part in the article where Charles Robinson says, what would an agent suggest to do now? And he talks to a couple. He talks to three, two or three agents. And one says compromise by saying we don't need five fully guaranteed. Give us three years fully guaranteed at, at the deal Kirk got in twenty eighteen. Fifty million per, per year. Three for one fifty. Fully guaranteed. You want to hedge your risk. We're willing to gamble on ourselves.
6: Would the Ravens do that deal? they tried to offer him last year 133 million dollars and a 250 million dollar deal and he told them to kick 133
5: runs. fully guaranteed
6: he told them to kick over runs. how
5: many years I would More, guess
6: five or you know five or six yeah. extension yeah but but really the 133 true guaranteed once you do that like separate like little injury guarantee they're not trying to cut him so unless he has a serious injury I bet the number was probably like 180. You know, 170, right? Because if he's on the roster for more than two years, which he more than likely would be, you make it. it it's just one of those situations. I, I don't think he would sign that deal. That was the whole point of waiting.
5: Did he think uh because Lombar uh Michael Lombardi went on a big thing today about he needs an agent? Even McAfee was like, he needs an agent. McAfee's like, I have I respect the no agent guy, but if I was a high price quarterback, I would get an agent. <laughs> uh and uh, I, I just
6: think you're Lombardi dealing with too, was... the, the numbers too high to not have some legitimate representation, right? You well, can't... I thought
5: Lombardi, did you see what Lombardi said? He was like, just, or maybe it was McAfee. One of them was like, just go hire an agent and tell him your job is to do this deal. He's like, that doesn't mean you're not a businessman anymore. Well, think about this. And what guy wouldn't take a lower rate to go do this deal for Lamar? Well, I was
6: I, that crossed my mind too. Like, wouldn't that guy, the momentum he would get, like you, you drive around, you see like a... Uh, some older car on the side of the road, even if it's a nicer car, like 2007 Range Rover, 2010 extended cab F-150. There's a, you know, a cardboard taped on the back that says, you know, $22,000. You would never do that if a Ferrari, you would never put the Ferrari on the side of the road, right? Right. You and me, if we own three condos in Stockton for every condo was a hundred grand, we could probably figure out how to flip them ourselves without a real estate agent. If we owned Malibu real estate and the thing was 12 million dollars, we would probably need some help. And it it would it would be smart of us to utilize someone. Like it's the some of these people and listen, you and I have been in a situation where an agent's helped us out. We've paid them and then the guy told us like you didn't need to do that. And looking back, we didn't. But there comes a point in time where if someone can bring something to we the table, at the time. <laughs> not at all. But one of the things in the Robinson article is this is about like these conversations are in the private clubs with the owners. This is not, yeah. you're not getting the deal done just with the general manager. This is, I would say the owner is leading the charge on this because of the amount of cash and specifically the archaic rules about the uh, what's it called the, the escrow account. Right. Because if you're talking 150, it's. Did you read the Peter Kings? Like, you know, a lot of people think that Mark Davis is out on Rodgers because he just doesn't want to get the $60 million. And in fairness, like 39 year old, I got to cut a $60 million check. You, you could justify it in your head pretty fast. I don't want to deal with him. Yeah. Ju- you could justify paying for Lamar, but like, I, I, I. I <laughs> I think the average fan and the average like former players hooting and hollering, and it's hard to tell how often they actually believe what they're saying. I think they would be stunned like, okay, let's say I let's say I traded for Lamar Jackson. Let's say Jed York, Jerry Jones, whoever. Jerry might, but how many owners right now could just cut a check tomorrow for $230 million
5: cash? Well, not a single one of them would could cut that check without like, they wouldn't. I don't think any of them would sleep well that night. Even the ones that whoever has the most money. Right? But what I'm
6: saying is, do you think a lot of these gentlemen, or I mean, these owners, have three, four hundred million dollars in a in a savings account? Because I would doubt it.
5: Well, if they if they had three hundred million dollars in a savings account, would they use? Would they drain seventy percent of it in one day for a quarterback? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not answering your question. I th- to answer your question. I, I don't think most of them just sit on that much cash no <laughs> no. no because here, when you read these stories about guys buying teams they're like selling all this stuff just to get the cash together well right? Te- Tepper sold like 1.8 billion dollars worth of apple
6: stock or or Microsoft or whatever the stock was because he needed the cat he didn't have a billion dollars honestly, he might not have had 300 million of cash why would you, you would never have sometimes I get uncomfortable. You know, looking at a cash account, like, what am I doing this for? Now I don't necessarily sometimes have a place to a stock I feel good about, but I can't imagine that number being hundred and fifty X. You would be like, well, why is this sitting here? I have access to all these Just sweet IPOs. It for my
5: emergency QB fund.
6: Yeah, I, I can buy buildings. We already have money set aside for normal free agents, but that number is nowhere near for one player,
5: right? What was the Jimmy what was the flying J check to Deshaun? I think it was a I think it was like hundred and eighty
6: or something. Because some of it was partially injury guaranteed or whatever. It was it was the biggest check in the history of the league by a country mile. Deshaun only took one million dollars this year. <laughs> you see the Texans just got in trouble because during the COVID year they paid for Deshaun to work out at like a specific gym, but they cut the check. It was like $26,000. 26,
5: they, even they were like, yeah, we don't agree with this, but what are we? What did they lose? They they lost a significant pick, didn't they? Fifth, I think. Oh, well, you can get a good tight end in the fifth. D- did Deshaun tell on him? <laughs> you know what? Just... I'm going to move on with my life, but first, I'm going to cost the Texans $26,000 and a fifth.
6: <laughs> <laughs> the story of the day, though, is is Tiger Woods telling his wife or girlfriend that she was going to go on an all-expense-paid vacation,
5: took her to the airport, locked her out of the house, and she was never allowed back? Does ESPN, when I clicked on the story yesterday, it said girlfriend, Tiger's girlfriend. It's his girlfriend. but No, it's his ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. It's his ex-girlfriend. So uh, how about the, I want to hear more about the verbal agreement that she could live there for 11 years, and she's only lived at the house for five years. You see that part of it?
6: Well, cause they've been dating since Oh seven. So yeah. Yeah. But, but or, I mean, see, two, 2017, excuse me. She 17. claims
5: she claims that they agreed 11 years. I don't, I don't know what, Hey babe, what are you thinking? I think 11 years living here. That would make me happy. <laughs> uh, like why would they have agreed to 11? Was it like, I would love for you to, did he say one day, I can't wait to you, for you to be here for Charlie's prom night. And she was like, 11 years, that's 11 years from now. That's what I'm owed. Uh, so she only there 5 so she wants the 30 million. The, and there's 30 million. The, How about where did she have 40,000 <laughs> dollars like he his people delivered her her $40,000 in cash that she got no, to house? No, I
6: thought that she never got her 40,000 that she claims that he st- like he kept it.
5: Oh, I thought it was they They gave it to her and then spread rumors about how she got it or something like that, which I never heard those rumors. I want to hear those rumors. I, I might need to dive, dive into the story deeper
6: because I, I thought that the 40K was money that was at the house that he just kept. Again, she ran his restaurants, quit, you know, once they started dating. So, I mean, right. all the money I would have essentially, in his mind, probably under my umbrella. <laughs> the drop at the airport. One guy. Uh, now he is cheap. I I I think it's fair to assume that the tigers not worried about forty k.
5: Okay, so maybe I I might have read it wrong. Those working for Woods subsequently removed her personal belongings and took forty k in cash that belonged to her before making scurrilous and defamatory allegations about how she obtained the money. I took that to mean they gave her her stuff back, but they gave her the stuff, did not give her the cash. Gotcha. Gave her hotel room and paid for certain expenses for a short period of time. Based on the time left on her 5-year tenancy, she argued she's entitled to roughly 30 million. I do I could see you would want to break the NDA, like I want to tell my story.
6: You're not allowed to sign the NDA and then attempt to break it, isn't that the whole point of them? Well, I think how many
5: NDAs get broken all the time, don't they?
6: She claims that I guess there's a new law, right? Because if there is a uh you know, abuse, sexual, that's physical, true. that's right. Th- there's a new rule that you're allowed to shatter it. And I think she's claiming that there is, uh,
5: you know, we'll see. Tiger's got the best in the bride fighting for him. So good luck to her. How does common law work? People are chatting about co- common law would make them husband and wife after that point, 11 years. Then someone said, depends on the state In Canada, common law, six months. I think here it's around 10 years in the States, six months. I didn't know there was a common law. You, you live with someone for 10 years. They just become your wife. <laughs> What the fuck? That's not... Bad. Is that, a, is that Seven true? Separate bedrooms! <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've heard that term before, but I don't know anything about what it means, what it actually means. Haven't Kurt Russell and Goldie
6: Hawn been dating for like 40 years? And they're not they're married? Just, but uh, technically by common law, they would be married after 10. So they can file each other on their taxes? You, I mean, like as a married man, you get tax benefits, correct? I mean, you can file jointly. Which I saw a headline on the Wall Street Journal. There actually is a tax hack for, in your case, to fire separately. I have wondered
5: about that actually.
6: I didn't get to; it didn't affect me, so I, I kind of just breezed through it. Didn't quite follow it, but I'll there give is that a, a little, there, there is a hack.
5: Little, get a little peek, but right after I tell Alyssa we're going on vacation and <laughs> <laughs> call her an Uber, uh Rock, Rock Sauce has given us, you know, God only knows, three hundred and seventy is that uh qatari dollars? It's definitely not american dollars, correct? If that is qatari, uh then it's a uh, $100? I'm not sure. But nonetheless, we answer uh we answer questions. We appreciate the support and you watching Rock Sauce. Not exactly clear on that monetary value. Who is the better rushing quarterback? Lamar Jackson or Colin Kaepernick? Interesting. Lamar who's f- I'd say Lamar's more wiggly. Oh, it's not even debatable. He definitely is. And from a straight line standpoint, I mean, Colin strides were so long, but Lamar's pretty, Lamar's a runaway from the defense guy. Also.
6: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd have to look at Kaepernick's stats.
3: Lamar oh, 20
6: has 24 rushing touchdowns and his first three years, five, seven, seven back-to-back thousand yards Obviously missed a ton of games the last couple of years, still ran for fourteen hundred yards. I, I read I, me Lamar his yards read me
5: his yards per um carry or yards per attack.
6: Four seven, six nine, six three, five, 8, six, eight.
5: Four, four, so what what would you eyeball average that too? I don't even need to eyeball it. His oh. average is six. Okay. So Collins four eight, five eight, six five. 5-0 5-8. So 5.4 and 13 rushing touchdowns. You said Lamar had how many rushing touchdowns?
6: He has 24, but he had he had 14. He had 21 through his uh 20. No, he had four he had 19 through his first three years when he was healthy.
5: On top of that, what's give me some of his passing numbers?
6: Yeah, 36 touchdowns, 26 touchdowns. Yeah, it's just <laughs>
5: completion but what was what's his career completion 60
6: 64 if you want to round up his mvp year 66 then back-to-back 64 and a half
5: yeah colin was 59 8 uh 16 21 was his high for touchdowns in a 16 game season he played another 16 game season which he threw 19 and 10 picks i'd uh, say
6: kaepernick had the splashier plays definitely throwing lamar the
5: better overall do you player. think if we check 40s lamar's faster he looks faster, but Colin had the long stride, so he might have been I'd say Kaepernick's game speed in his 12, 13 was fucking hauling ass. <laughs> but Lamar
6: was remember early on, he would be sprinting around. He had a little RG3 going for him. Yeah. You'd get some open ground. See ya. Rock sauce, thank you for the question. And
5: whatever amount of money you just gave us is appreciated. Yeah, I
6: saw someone say Kaepernick's stats are pretty bad. They don't they don't equal I mean, it's been so long now, but the way people used to talk about
5: him. What we saw was just, you know, part of it is you hadn't you hadn't like you had not who were you even who were you even comparing him to? He was four and two in the postseason, which helps. But you know, it was fifty eight percent, seven touchdowns, five picks. But some of the greatest the throw to Anquan Bolden in the back of the end zone again, was that the Seattle game? Uh yeah. Was still one of the most amazing throws and catches I've ever seen in my life. Was incredible. All right, on that note, adios. Later, y'all.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward.